welcome. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a podcast. This is an action, a movie podcast. Backing in for another exciting week. Uh, it's me, Derek. It's me, Daniel. And it's me, Brett. <laughs> uh, light week, I would say this week uh, in terms of news, yeah. uh, trailers. Let's see. Let's start with some trailers. Um, we only had what? Is there two trailers that we wanted to talk about? Yeah, that, yes. that I can remember. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about we'll talk about Six Underground first because I think that one we don't have much to say on that one. So this is um, Michael Bay's newest film, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds and a multitude of other people. Uh, Corey Hawkins, I saw uh, Dave Franco. I'm also seeing Ben Hardy and Melanie Laurent. Melanie Laurent, um, and then Peter Stormare apparently somewhere in this movie. Um, and the plot of this is six billionaires form a vigilante squad after faking their deaths in order to take down notorious criminals. What the fuck? And it looked very Michael Bay. It, it looks very Michael very Bay. visually yeah. shot like Michael Bay. A lot of explosions, a lot of action. Um, Ryan Reynolds being snarky is just just being himself. Um, I did notice the writers are the same writers as Deadpool. Okay. So there is a chance that it's a Michael Bay movie with a. A good script, and it's been a while since that. It's Deadpool. Yeah, yeah it'll be... This is the Deadpool prequel. This yeah. is the Deadpool, <laughs> it's the Deadpool prequel. Oh, you mean Bunch of Man X-Men's Origins, Wolverine? That's the Deadpool prequel. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't no, no, the no, 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 no. The best part was when they sewed his mouth up. I <laughs> um, gave him two long blades. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know it was horrible. Sorry. But no, you're right. Was, yeah, yeah. The, it's a bad movie. It's, it's bad. It's very yeah. bad. Um... I don't know what his... I think his last movie was a Transformers, Michael Bay. That was the last... The fifth one. Not the Bumblebee one. Really? Yeah. No, he didn't do Bumblebee. He didn't do Bumblebee. He but it makes sense because Bumblebee was a, was really good. Oh. <laughs> don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Neither. That's good. Yeah. I heard cool. it was good. That's good. Recommend. I would recommend. My favorite Transformers movie. <laughs> not the first one? It, that one's number two. The first one's pretty good. The first one's... Entertaining. The it, first it, one delivers what it promised. Mm-hmm. So you do, yeah. And then you watch Bumblebee. You're like, oh, that's how you write a woman character. So <laughs> no, Megan Fox is perfect. Well, she, yeah, you know to look <laughs> at. Yeah, eye <laughs> candy. That's what she is in that movie. Yeah, she. Well, she, I guess she did. She did her. She did what she was supposed to in that movie. Yeah, so. perfect. Um, what are we talking? Oh yeah, Six Underground. I mean, it looks. It looks good. It looks. I mean, it looks fine. It looks like you know. A movie to pass the time. Yeah, since it's on Netflix. Be, yeah, and it's, it's gonna be a Netflix to... movie. So, like, if I'm bored, I'll watch it. Oh, that's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, December thirteenth is uh, when the release for this movie is. So, um, something to look forward to then. If you're wanting another Michael Bay movie, if you're a big Michael Bay fan. Been yeah. craving, been eager <laughs> for the explosions return. Yeah. So, um, the other one, uh, we finally got a full trailer. For Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey. Uh, I will not say the full title. Uh, Birds of Prey, which is um, Margot Robbie returning as Harley Quinn in the lead role, and she's forming um, a squad of Harley Quinns. Essentially, she has kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the the Birds of Prey. I think that's what the um, yeah. The comics, there are comics. Yeah. So Huntress, Black Canary, uh, Renee Montoya are the main. Which, uh, Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead's Huntress. Uh, Jordanus Smollett Bell, Black Canary, and then Rosie Perez is Renee Montoya, um, and looks like they are trying to help this young girl um, who stole a diamond from Black Mast, who's being played by Ewan McGregor, um, and she forms this group to help protect her. Oh boy! So 
Um, it is rated R. It's a hard R. Oh, nice. So that should be... They're definitely... Yeah. Uh, I think she threw she threw a shit in the trailer. She was like... and uh, She definitely I, did. Yeah. I will say the... It was very... Still got a lot of the visual style of the movie. Um, kind of pulling from Suicide Squad, but almost still it's being unique in its own way. Mm-hmm. Alan McGregor looks like he's going to put on like a very like over-the-top performance. Yeah, it looks like he was having fun. Yeah, so I'm very excited yeah, for that. I'm excited for that too, yeah. Brett? Yeah, yeah. So not... Sold on it yet? I, I honestly wasn't even about to watch the uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, you know, DC movies. Yeah. Yeah. Still gonna... Uh, I yeah. still watched it. I mean, I mean... I hesitated. Mean, uh, I hesitate. Brett's still hesitant. Brett gives it the benefit of the doubt until he sees yeah, it. I think I'll so. have to send you home with the Shazam today because I think you should watch that. I you should watch Shazam. Fine. Yeah, I'll send home with that today. Um, but yeah, guys, I think DC is getting there. I mean, Shazam was like probably one of their best since like Wonder Woman. And the current... Uh, <laughs> What is it? The 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 the, the DC, DC cinematic universe. DCEU. DCEU extended, extended universe. universe. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize to Mr. Snyder for what I've done to his uh, most of his movies. <laughs> um, but it looks fun. Uh, yeah. I, I'm more excited for Margot Robbie. That's what my biggest takeaway from the trailer was just how good Robbie uh, Margot Robbie is in the role. Yeah, she does. They she definitely looks like she's having a blast and. You know, she has some, like, snarky dialogue mm-hmm. and all of that, and I'm down for that. They're like, utilizing I, the best yeah. part of yeah. Suicide, Squad. Suicide Squad. And I, I really do like Margot Robbie. I feel like she's she's proven to be a really good actress, and mm-hmm. she's nice to look at, too, yeah. so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And Derek, I know you love her, so. Well, Once again. <laughs> um, that's in February. February uh, 7th, 2020, for that one. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I think that was that was our two oh trailers. Oh boy! All two right. Trailers. You got some news. I do have some news. Hit some news. Uh, I'll hit you with one piece of news. Uh, so I believe today. I don't know if it's today. I don't know. But there's some uh, a movie called Death on the Nile coming out next year, October mm-hmm. 2020, and they released a full cast. Yes. And. Uh, 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 <laughs> and it reads Kenneth Bran Branna, wow. whatever, uh, Gal Gadot, Letitia Wright, uh, oh, she's nice. Shuri, right? Sure. Shuri, yes. uh, Ami Hama, uh, Annette Benning, Ali Fazel, Fazal, whoops, oh shit, this name, Sophie Okonedo. Her name sounds familiar, but I don't. Yeah, uh, Jason Bateman's brother Tom Bateman. Interesting. Really? No, I don't know if that's. <laughs> I was yeah. almost excited. It was just quick wit, you know. Uh, Emma Mackey, uh, Don French, Rose Leslie. Oh, oh. you know nothing, John Snow. Oh. Uh, Jennifer Saunders, and the surprising, most surprising part. I know, I know it is. Russell hey. Brand. Yeah. Oh, that was the most surprising of that entire cast. That is but Jennifer Saunders too. Russell yeah. Brand is still the but, most surprising. Well, Russell Brand, yeah. Who the fuck is Jennifer Saunders? She's a British comedian. She still have a She show voices called... the fairy godmother in Shrek, Shrek 2. 2. Oh. That's all I know. That's not that surprising. Yeah. I think Russell Brand's the most surprising. Russell Brand is, is very surprising. surprising. Just because that guy doesn't really do anything now. That's true. Except like his puppies in it is not the one who gets killed immediately. Oh, I uh-huh. He brings so much comedy. I know. Hopefully he's in it. Oh, like a good amount. Oh, wow. I mean... And this is based on an Agatha, Agatha Christie book, and it's a series of books of with the same name. With Hercule uh, Poirot as the uh, protagonist, and it's the detective from Mur- Murder on the Orient Express. So this is 
kind of a sequel, but it's not like a direct sequel. It's just well, the continuing adventures of that character. Pretty I, uh, much. And we all know how great that movie was. Yeah, Everyone, we did. I know we've talked about it before on the podcast. We've all have seen it. Yes. Yes. I I couldn't watch it. You're not you're not wrong. Kenneth Branagh was the best. Part he is the best part, movie, but he so. cannot carry that whole movie. No, unfortunately, uh, I'm surprised it did a sequel just based on. The movie, I, did it do well enough for us? I think it did, and I think it's because they have material to work with. I guess. With, uh, with the books, so I feel like they Yikes. just want to try something else. Well, so. hopefully, this, I don't know how, I knew how that movie was going to go down. I didn't know, I'm not sure how this one is. So this one, yeah, hopefully, yeah. is more surprising Which than is the, everybody The original did. Murder on Dorian Express was like one Oscars and everything, so mm-hmm. this one was just a misfire. So. Oh, yeah. Just put Imagine yeah. Dragons in your trailer and you're good. Oh they gosh. should just like never touch Oscar movies just like leave them be like Oscar winners they've already like they've earned their praise they've gotten their awards yeah. why even why yeah. even bother that's all that's that's a very hot button thing it's just like why even touch it. why touch movies touch it when it's already anything. like so yeah. acclaimed yeah. Yeah. just like when some people are like oh yeah they should remake Back to the Future no and it's like know. that movie's untouchable that those movies are untouchable <laughs> I uh <laughs> the same reaction I had when you brought up Princess Bride Princess Bride weeks ago everyone says that though yeah, but I mean, I think everyone But there has... are certain movies that are, like, really untouchable and that if they ever try to remake them, people would, like, give them so much shit. And Back to the Future is one of them. Like, Casablanca would be another one of them. Like, movies, I mean, they yeah. hold up. It's like, you know, a lot of movies, like, are able to hold up because just the way yeah. they're written, the way they're shot, where it's like, you're not you're not going to notice... I mean, you'll still notice the decade it's from, but it's not like if you watch maybe something else, you know? A lot of, like, I was thinking, one of the good ones is, like, Jurassic Park because a lot of the effects are a mix of practical and, like, CG, so yeah. they use like actual animatronic dinosaurs, but they way they shoot it in like the dark and the rain, they're able to kind of blend that and use actual special effects as well. Where that movie would age better than I'm trying to think of something a shoddy CG movie from the '90s. I'm I'm sure there's a bunch, but oh, yeah. uh, I think Mortal Kombat has some really bad CG. Yeah, it's so <laughs> that age is really bad. So it's like it's just how the technology works, and if they're able to utilize it in their favor. So as long like you've said in the past, like remakes have to offer something new, right? Otherwise, they're pointless. Bring something to the table. Bring you're something gonna to do the it. table. Yeah. yeah, don't just redo it to do it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot there was another trailer. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was the there's a new the Kingsman trailer. Did you? Oh, guys I, watch? oh I did. I yes. actually did. The Kingsman. You did not. You did. The Kingsman. Yes. And you shared it, and I forgot to watch it. I meant to watch it. I'm sorry. Uh, well, just it's cool. But you can talk about it. Yeah, just yeah. to touch on it real quick because I was yeah. I just saw it pop up on my thing here. Uh, more of the story. I think it's just kind of more of the origins. Uh, Ray Fiennes um, is kind of mentoring the kid in the trailer. Um, Digimon Hansu looks pretty badass. Oh, hell yeah. There's a lot of, there's like, I can't wait for the action in that movie because just some of the snippets in there are really good. Rasputin, the bad guy. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, um it's a uh, Rice, Reese, 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 yeah. the lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing all right. You didn't see it, did stuff, you? But, did, yeah. did you see that one? The no. ones with Andrew Garfield. No. no. Okay. That's fine. I passed on the, those. The, yeah. You're not wrong. Once again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it has, uh, I think, Stanley Tucci has Aaron Taylor Johnson, but it, a lot of the action it has more setup in terms of just like it looks like it's gonna be like a it's kind of you know the I think World War pre World War One or like right before World like War One. That time, yeah. Um, and just kind of like the backdrop of that and just kind of the behind the scenes stuff of what was happening. So with like Russia and things like that. So. I really like the era they went with. I don't yeah. think a lot of films kind of jump into that era, which that's is pretty true, cool. Yeah. Except I feel like a lot of, I think there's another movie coming out, 1917, that's also yeah. World War One set. So I think it's it's cool. I think it's cool just to jump into like, not do your typical World War II, like 
Speaking of World War II, this is another World War There's II. There's another World War II. Yeah, Midway, yeah. Midway. But uh, it's kind of cool. A cool like era of like time to check yeah, because out. There's not a lot of World War World War One movies. So. Yeah. No, I can't think but, of it. But I mean, I love period pieces, so I'm probably like this. All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be one. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the action because I think the Kingsman movies, if there's something it, they always. Who's directing? Uh, Terry Egerton? I, I want to say that uh, Matthew Vaughn is back. Is he returning? He might be back. Did um, he do the second one too? He did, right? He did. Let me find out if he is. He is. He is. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also in February. That's a week after Bird's Prey, so on Valentine's Day. That'll be out. Oh, perfect. Yeah, great date movie. I'll see you later. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, the first Kingsman See, came out on Valentine's I was saying, the first Day. Kingsman did come out on Valentine's Day. And it was very good counter-programming because it came out with Fifty Shades, and I remember they were both really, like, because the, the, the it was split. The audience was split. Like, all the women were watching Fifty Shades, and all the rest of people were watching Kingsman. So, yeah, I forgot about that trailer, so very exciting. Um, looking forward to that. Another one to look forward to next year. <clears throat> Back to the news. Um was that your one? Was that it, was my one piece. That was your yeah, one? That was my one piece. I have two. Um, oh, boy. So, first one being The Irishman. So, the I, Irishman, yeah. which hadn't premiered when we recorded last week, correct? Or did it premiere? I, I don't think it had. So, it premiered. We have reactions. And if anyone's doubting Martin Scorsese, you shouldn't be. Because it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Um, so, everyone's been loving it, praising it. Um, it's been getting a huge reaction from people. De Niro and uh, Pacino have been praised. Pesci, 59 reviews. Wow. That's all have been lot. positive. I heard that this is like the best movie. It's one of his, I just thought people say it's one of his best. Like, it's like pure, like the, Scorsese. What's like, amazing is that he's like in his 80s, I think. Yeah. And he's still doing fucking phenomenal movies, mm-hmm. to be honest. That trailer, um, did that new trailer come out last week before? That's, I think so, it yeah. came out right before it premiered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that new trailer was... Where did it premiere? New York? New York. New York. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah New York. Because yeah. everyone was like... Oh. We also have a... I, I, think the, I think the reviews have helped us to see this in theaters. I want to see it. I wanted to see it in theaters I think I'm going to see so, it in theaters. Even if you don't come... I think he's persuaded. But I persuaded him. I we said, should. We should go. I sent him a screenshot. Should make it an, of it. an action. I mean, night. you didn't persuade me. I mean, you were already kind of like yeah. thinking about it, but I think the reviews helped. Yeah, I did. Just yeah. don't drink soda before the movie, and you'll be fine. Oh, I. I'm fine. I will be. I, I, I will definitely pee at least twice. I watched the Avengers all the way through. I, I did too. Fine. I drank a big ass soda. I did for that the first time. I made it through. I made sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How it's long is it? Three hours. Three hours and twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah. I think it was like 203 minutes around there. Jesus Christ. Lengthy, lengthy. But I mean, it's It's Scorsese, so I mean, I think most of his movies. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street was very long, and I remember that one. That movie went by. Goodfellas. That's also three hours, I think, Wolf of Wall Street, if I remember correctly. You have not seen Goodfellas, right? I have not. Or Casino. No. You should check out one of them, if not both, before this movie. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try to stream Casino's so good. Casino's so good. And see, my dad loves mob movies, so I feel like he. He used, used to watch those movies, but I was too little to understand them. So he loves the Godfather movies, and that's why I watch the Godfather. Yeah. So just chopping the garlic, just so fine with the mm. razor blade. Ooh. Which one should I watch first? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Or you know, just try to watch it back to back. They're day. both like three hours long, aren't yeah, they? Whatever. You have time to spend. I just remember when I watched Goodfellas the first time and just having to switch DVDs to watch oh, that. Fuck, yeah. It was a two DVD movie. Um 
it's I gotta watch that again too. I haven't seen it in such a long time. And same with Casino. I remember watching Wolf with my dad. So Casino's good. It's so good. The narration in those in those movies. Goodfellas is Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Ray Liotta. Right, Ray Liotta. Same. Casino is just Casino and Sharon Stone. Yeah, and Casino. Ray Liotta's not in Casino. No, no. Okay, no. That's what I was alluding to. Yes. I'm so sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Um. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I mean, Martin Scorsese is a director to watch for. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. he's established. We know he's going to do. Director on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to watch for. <laughs> a director to look forward to. No. to that you look forward to. His I think his last movie was Silence. Yeah, and that was his passion project. And then didn't do too he good. Didn't do too hot. But no. It's still, I feel like it's still got good reviews. It got good reviews still. Things. I mean, it's, it's, just... a, it's a Scorsese movie. Yeah. You can't yeah. like... It's gonna be good. It's like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. It's in November, early November for theaters. November first, and then yeah, and then Netflix, November twenty seventh, Thanksgiving weekend. But I will be there November first. I feel like probably yeah. If not maybe. November first, maybe the November third. Maybe yeah, maybe. I'll see you there. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> next big news. This was a maybe a shock, maybe not. Um, oh, it was a total I mean, shock. We, we kind of no, not for me. Spider Man. Is back. Is back and kind of. has a release date. Yes. Uh, has a release date. Many things. So it was on Friday? Thursday, Friday? It was last week. They announced uh, that Spider-Man... I think it was th- Friday because it was the day after we recorded, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would be returning to the MCU. Be confirmed. Um, so two movies for now. Two movies. The third Spider-Man and then an unnamed Marvel, Marvel movie, movie that he'll yeah. be in. Probably the next Avengers, I feel probably. like. Um I did um, see a video. I don't know if you know the specifics of the deal. I have it right here, actually. If you want to go ahead, if you want to. If you have it, you can go ahead and I can just add details. Uh, well, I know that they they, they renegotiated and Disney's now, now getting 25% of the mm-hmm. uh, earn, earnings and with the possibility, right, of renegotiation, I think, for future movies. Uh, yes. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> so Disney would still get the uh, merchandising rights as well. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so they had the 20, roughly 25% of the profits, according to insiders. Um, and this is what they, and they get Kevin Feige back to produce. To produce. Yes, as part of that deal. And that date, do you know the date? Since you mentioned it? Uh, I have it here. I just want to see if you know. I know the year. Do you know the year at least? 2021. Yes. Yeah. Now it's July. Think about... Oh, I was going to let him get... Try to guide him toward... Yes, it's July. Oh. July 2021. July 16th. So a little bit later in July. It's usually like the first week. Yeah, that's it's middle July. Middle, middle July. July. Yeah, you know. Um, and, and then the the other Marvel movie, they said it was going to be either 2022 or 2023. Which I want to say will probably be yeah. Avengers. But I did see this video where this guy talks about it and... Um, the guy thought that it's like a YouTube movie channel. Mm. Um, and he was talking about how the, he thinks that this is going to be the lo- the last Peter Parker movies. So you think... Uh, and then they're going to start introducing Miles other Spider-Man. The Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse. Yeah. Wait. That's what he thinks. Okay. Because he thinks that Tom Holland's going to want to move on. I heard Tom, he signed on for he bought a bunch of movies. Tom Holland like, said he would die playing Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, but this is just a theory. Uh, it's like just take it with a grain of salt. Wouldn't you want to play Spider-Man for the rest of your life? But 
Um, Imagine forty year old. <laughs> like, the, have you seen the? Um, there's a guy on Twitter, Boss Logic. He does like all these like really cool like uh, graphic like art illustrations of like celebrities and different people playing these superheroes. He did one where it's like a live action Spider Verse, um, and it's like the portals from an end game, but it has Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, all Spider Man, all fighting together. Oh, what? That's really cool, that would be that'd pretty be dope. Sick. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And I think even in the Spider-Verse movie, they said that uh, the older, the, the other dimension, Peter B. Parker, is supposed to be like the Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. yeah. So. Huh. But, what? go ahead. Which one's supposed to be the one where Gwen Stacy died? Who knows? It could be Andrew Garfield. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever. Um, they didn't say, I just know a lot of people were, that was the speculation yeah, yeah, behind yeah. that. Um, so, we have the two confirmed. They they didn't say they I hear a lot of like rumors that like oh it's left kind of open yeah really because they don't know after that yeah. and it was signed late Thursday night so this was like a very late sign but it could have been in the works as long as we've known them like saying all this stuff about it. I'm sure they've been in negotiations back and forth yeah. they've just been saying this just to like they probably couldn't say much else besides that but I'm sure there was no way that they were either were gonna quite part no way. Yeah, completely. I think we we did mention that when that news broke that we I had a feeling that they were gonna come to an agreement at how, some point. So. How difficult do you think Tom Holland had to keep was had to keep that secret because you know he had, he had to like have an inkling of what was happening. I I don't think he you don't think I he, don't know because he posted something like the day the news broke out. So they don't tell. I don't think they tell him anything anymore. Him Which is probably smarter yeah. to not tell him anything. Yeah, he posted the the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. And that's why I'm not leaving. <laughs> but um it's such a weird it there's all these it's it's a weird situation all these are, and it looks like both studios were playing a game of chicken yeah. to see who would cave first and you know i don't know like disney probably has some master plan to I eventually mean, like get the character to just be full-time with them that's the thing is like so. they at least guarantee up until like like three years ahead yeah that he's existing so I mean, they who knows what they try to this three years, yeah. in they like could, the next couple try, of years. They could try doing something. So, and but yeah, they they always they still don't any more crossover. Besides that, it's just the access to Peter Parker. To Peter Parker. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, interesting, isn't it? No. <laughs> excited other way. So, but yeah, it's pretty exciting. I think. That was uh, all of our news, That's actually. That's it, all of our news, actually. Were, yeah. we will, no major news. Due to us, that. we recorded a little later last week, so there was a smaller gap in between recordings. So, um, it's, Most of our news went there. Most of our news was yeah. there, and we got a couple trailers at least, but yeah, Spider-Man was probably the biggest news drop that yes. happened in the past yeah. couple days. So, um, But we have, we've been watching some stuff. We've seen some things. <laughs> um, so I don't know... It's a good thing we're early, because... I probably will spend 20 minutes on this review. I think I will as well. We will, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll of Judy. To, of Judy, of, of course. Judy, yeah. Yes. Um so let's so let's start with Judy. Let's then. start Judy. Go yeah. ahead, Daniel. Daniel, why don't you go ahead and run through Judy? We we want to see if you saw it. <laughs> you guys are so full of it. What? Full we saw what? It. No, you didn't see it. You want to know what our, our I love the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Our favorite part was when she got casted to be the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You guys didn't He's been that. like holding that joke i have been holding that joke for like since what saturday yeah <laughs> he texted me that he's like i'm gonna say this on the podcast <laughs> anyways that part was when she uh died of an overdose my favorite part was when judy uh ripped that guy's heart out or how about when she was tap dancing on the yellow brick road 
I think I just watched The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> yes, that's what he watched. <laughs> Anyways, Judy is a biopic about Judy Garland and the la- the later years of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, I think, 1968, uh, late 1968, uh, early 1969. She was, uh, the movie starts with her older, with her... Uh, Two younger kids, because she had... So Liza Minnelli's her oldest kid. And then she had uh, Lorna and Joey left. And it starts with uh, the three of them. And they're, like, doing some, like, sort of, like, show. And she goes to a hotel where they kick her out. Long story short, she's having uh, financial troubles. And then they offer her to do a series of concerts in London. You're telling me that the wizard did not provide after... (laughs) (laughs) The Tin Man couldn't supply. <laughs> Anyways, um, so she gets offered a series of concerts in London um, to, and she accepts because she needs the money. But it, at the same time, you see her struggles. Uh, she's obviously struggling with, with... She has a drinking problem and she has a, a drug problem as well. Mm-hmm. And as they're telling the main story, you also get flashbacks of when she was... A teenager and she was starting her acting career with MGM because mm-hmm. back in the day uh, stars were signed to a specific studio and they would remain in that right. studio for years yeah. so she was signed to MGM and she was there for I think like 15 years or something uh, but the sad thing about this the movie was really good I liked it a lot um, but it was sad to see that the circumstances that led her to become to have like addictions Mm. because it was the studio the heads of the studio wanted her to like stay thin so they like gave her pills mm. so i think that's part of the reason why she became and they treated her re- really poorly they didn't really have her uh she didn't have a life outside the studio and they, she had a lot of insecurities and all that mm. and later in her career she had this uh fame of being very unreliable she would not show up to set mm. she would forget her lines she would show up drunk things like that so the later part of her career that's why she had a lot of uh difficulties getting jobs right and that's why she and she was going through like financial burn like financial strains and all that but this uh movie shows the later part of her career and like it, it was really good renee zellweger did a really good job portraying the role and she did her own singing and you could tell that she because it if you see in chicago obviously renee zellweger can sing but she sounds very very different than what she did in chicago she sounds a lot like judy garland and i did read that she did study a lot to sound as closely as she could to her okay uh she did give out a knockout performance i wouldn't be surprised if she gets nominated for an oscar because it was a, it's a tough role and mm. it was but you can tell she she did a lot a really good job portraying like the emotional uh did like I'm sorry, like the the psycholo- psychological like mm. aspects of the role. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of like just buzz around her performance yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie as a whole, like besides her performance, how is the rest of the movie? Is it? It's it's good. It um I did notice it dragged here and there, mm-hmm. like it didn't flow as well. Um, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, but it's definitely worth to see just because of her performance. Like okay. I feel, I, she that's the most standout part of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have uh, two questions. 
uh, not really related to the movie, but um, is the movie Sunset Boulevard that character based off of Judy Garland? The, no, Norma uh, Desmond. Norma no. Desmond. Mm-mm. Dang. Second, uh, not a question. Uh, old Hollywood's very weird. <laughs> I yes. just from studying it. Uh, just that statement you said earlier, how they loan they loan people out with the studios, which is basically they. Yeah, you you couldn't like if MGM would have access to this actor, and if you another studio wanted to use them, you would have to loan them loan them out. Like mm-hmm. Gone with the Wind, I don't know who owned Clark Gable, but they had to loan Clark Gable out to whatever studio was going to do Gone with the Wind. There was a whole there's a whole yeah. story behind it's that movie being yeah. made, but it's that old time in Hollywood is in the the the, uh, the studio has a lot more power too. Like they yeah. had like they controlled. Hollywood yeah. as they, well. Didn't the kid like even as like kid actors they like went to school in the studio? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like yeah. Mickey Rooney and Mickey stuff. Rooney and her. They were they were in the, they were both working for MGM. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Ridiculous. If you ever want to look into that stuff, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of like good info out Mickey there. Mickey Rooney but... is in the movie a little bit. Obviously not the actual Mickey Rooney, but someone portraying him. Someone portraying him. His ghost <laughs> is coming back. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Should oh. we talk about our Judy review? Oh, oh, it's fucking time. Yeah, Brett. Ah, uh, cue the music, Derek. <laughs> you know how? Yeah, all right. we watched Rambo: Last Blood. We watched Rambo: Last Blood. We watched it last night. Oh hell yeah, we did. Um, um, plot? What plot? Exactly. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> now. As a fan of the Rambo movies, one movie, <laughs> Rambo First Blood was amazing. It was a really good story. Uh, it's about this drifter uh, who travels into town after the Vietnam War uh, and just gets like pushed away. Um, like He's not accepted into the town. He's not even allowed to walk across the town to get to his house. Uh, and that's when chaos kind of happens yeah Yeah. and fast forward to rambo last blood (laughs) (laughs) i i don't so rambo last blood (laughs) i haven't seen any other rambo this is the only rambo i've seen and has not set a good impression on i know the first one's supposed to be the the, an actually good movie yeah just based on you what i've heard but this movie is not good. Yeah. <laughs> like at all. Well, the, the story of this movie is that he's just kind of living his life on this farm with... His house. That's his home. His home. Way. Because they have all his pictures and stuff, right. right? When he was at war. So that's his original house. His original home. And it's his... His sister? No. Relative? I would say relative... Mm. Their relation is not like, defined. Uh, yeah, they just live there, I think. The only defin- defined relationship is him and his niece, because she calls him uncle. I don't know if that's just... They are blood I related. Just, I think they just call him uncle. Yeah, which is so weird, because they just... Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so, her this girl wants to meet her father, who abandoned her as a young child, and he lives in Mexico. And he's like, no, you're not gonna, you're not going to Mexico. You don't know what kind of people out there. So she goes to Mexico regardless. All right. Hold on. Now, when she goes to Mexico, this is the absolutely most racist portrayal yes. I have ever seen. She has a friend out there who tracked her father down, and she opens the door. Her oh friend. Oh, my God. What do we see, Brett? We see a fucking chola 
legit with like the plaid shirt with the one button gold chains boxers underneath and like the pants sagging and the, and the lines we already the, knew this movie we were i already heard this movie was racist going in i was just wondering how what, how yeah and it was we're like yep there it is yeah, yeah. uh i've been to mexico few times i've never seen anyone dress like that in mexico daniel dude no. you, yeah yeah no. um <sighs> all right so that was the, probably the worst part yeah that was probably the most racist it was actually just the portrayal of like the, that I, yeah I, think, I guess yeah i think that's where the racism probably comes from um, um we're just gonna with this whole movie so then she yeah, <laughs> let's she, do it <laughs> um she meets her dad dad's a prick shocker doesn't fuck <laughs> off <laughs> Her cholo friend, Ari, suspicious. She's like eyeing up her jewelry. She's like, we're going to go to a club. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, what'd she say? She was like, oh, like, do you want me to help you with like money or something like that? And she's like, no. Yeah, she got really aggressive. Yeah, she's, she's like, like no, what, what? Do you think I need help or yeah, something? she's like, oh, why? Do you think I need help? And then like, it's all intense for a second. And then like, for a real quick second, she just goes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, they pan over to the gold bracelet. And they pan to her just, like, fucking just staring at her Stare, gold bracelet. Oh, my God. That was cringy. Um, so then they go to the club. She gets drugged. She gets abducted by these, like... Narcos? Narcos, I, I guess. Even... Martinez brothers. Yeah, the Martinez brothers. <laughs> so then, um, who calls them? Is it the dad? Or no, it's the friend. She's trying to cover her ass. Oh, yeah. The friend tries to cover her ass. She tries to cover her ass. Yeah. He goes to Mexico. Oh, hell yeah. He goes to Finds Mexico. her... And she has the most, like, plain, obvious that she's hiding something. She's, like, sitting like this, clearly hiding her arm. And they do the big reveal where she's holding the the bracelet. And it's just showing the audience, like, yeah, she betrayed her. Yeah, she she was involved. Yeah. Um, they, they go to the club. They find the guy. Well, one of the guys. They go to the place. They fucking beat the shit out of Rambo. Dude. No, wait, hold on. The most gruesome scene before that. Oh, yeah. This... Yeah, the guy who, like, drugged her. Like, Rambo comes up behind him and, like, fucking breaks his collarbone. Yeah, there's been no violence up to this point. This is probably, like, this 40 first, minutes, in, this 40 minutes first, in the movie. This is the first piece of violence, is he breaks the collarbone and then takes his big-ass Bowie knife and shoves it in his thigh. Yeah. And then, like, from there, he shoves his fingers into his, like, underneath his collarbone and proceeds to, like, pull it out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. And he's like... Tell me where she is. And then the best part is, is while he's pulling the collarbone, the dude, like, laying on his back, pulls both of his arms up. And, <laughs> <laughs> I've, and then I think my favorite part is, is that I am, I don't want to say I'm 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that Sylvester Stallone does not speak Spanish. And I want to say that there's someone, like, off camera just signaling him when to react to, like, a line <laughs> in Spanish. Because <laughs> it's just, it's... And he like he stutters out some Spanish at times, and it <laughs> <laughs> gets just shit beaten out of him. Yes, gets saved by D-list Penelope Cruz. Oh yes, okay. So now his niece has been taken by the yes narcos by the narcos. Quote, unquote, narcos. They now know she's it's him. Yes, like their relation. She's now then thrown into a prostitution ring where she's yep. been sitting. Yep. Um, and while Rambo gets his ass beat, and then the girl he recovers yeah. for four days, this girl has been just. It isn't a montage. It's it's still probably worst montage. One of the I've worst ever montages seen, ever seen in my life. They montage from him to her to the like old lady back at home, then to him, then to her laying yeah. on the. But bed. like when they cut to her, it's like there's one shot where she's like pulling up, like pulling down her skirt, 
after someone just left yeah. the room. Okay, yes, it progressively gets worse for her. Yes, like, and then there's that one else is like... where there's someone they're just forcing drugs in her yeah. arm, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! I mean, I'm not trying to laugh because it's not funny, but like this movie, like, oh my god. Um, then he's recovered after four days. Um, oh yeah, she's he's recovered for four days. Yeah. So meaning like the girl's been in there for four days. Yeah. And they, he goes to get her. He goes, yeah. Uh, he gets her, um, but she ODs on the way home because she's just super drugged up. I'm like, she's just been shot up so many times. Uh, <laughs> so she dies? She dies. Like, she dies. He yeah. gets her out and they're driving like... <laughs> so she dies before they get out of Mexico. So he's like, uh, well, they can't, like, he can't just drive across the borderline, like the, the border patrol. So he just fucking crashes through the fence at one point on the, the US Mexico border with her body the, just yeah. like rolling around in the car. Yeah, the fence is like some like barbed wire. That most janky ass yeah. fence I've I was, ever seen. I was like, dude, couldn't people just jump over that? <laughs> Plows Whatever. through. Also, throughout this movie, there's a lot of like, as if someone was like with like a just a shoot, like a, just a point and shoot camera, just doing like really bad zooms. Like when he pulls off to the road and they do, oh, the driving. Oh, the driving. It's so bad. The it's driving so, is so bad. And let me tell you the story before you die, real no, quick. No, but when we first noticed this when she's on her way to Mexico and like they do this like one, like uh, I don't, the visual, like. Are oh, you talking about when he's like there and the guy's on the balcony? Yeah, <laughs> really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that one was weird. That was like a that was like a Bortle Tomatoes shot. Yeah, but like it was terrible. It was really bad. Um, As if like some dude had just watched it one time and they asked some who's never <laughs> used a camera. Okay, can you do that? Can you do this yeah. shot from board, dude? Fucking terrible. So he dies. He get he gets back. He starts setting up his home alone house. He his home just has a series of tunnels underneath that are that aren't explained other than the fact that. He was a Vietnam War Vietnam vet. vet. It's just, it's a long series of tunnels. And it's like, you don't really get the sense of it until the end of the movie. Even then, I, it's ridiculous. He sets up his Home Alone booby traps. He goes back to Mexico. He kills one of the brothers. Beheads them. Beheads them. Leaves the picture stabbed to the guy for his other brother to find. Oh my God. And then like... And the, comes the best part of the movie. <laughs> the best part of the movie. Here we go. Let's break it down. Break it down. <laughs> the brother... All of a sudden turns into like some super secret agent who like is yeah. all dressed up and ready to go to war. Yep. Along with all his other people. And like they go and they go to his farm. Oh my god. It's just terrible. Yeah. Cause like every time someone turns a corner, they always get trapped up and like die. And it was brutal. Every time. And and like, I don't know, like uh, and, and then you see Rambo running, which is... I don't know how old Sylvester Stallone is, but there's a shot of him running, and, like, there's no way he's booking it that fast. He's Dude. Like, they sped him up. Oh, my God. It's... I will say that last action sequence was... It was over the top and just, like, gruesome. Yeah. And that was the only enjoyable part of the movie, and it was only, like, 20 minutes, if that. Yeah. It goes by pretty quick. The most, then, most of the movie goes by... They're, like, racing to the end of this oh, movie. they for sure were. The Brett, time. like, 20 minutes of the movie, he like goes to me, he's like, is this dialogue, like, is it really fast-paced? I'm like, yes, it is. Because they're just, like, they, I don't, <laughs> they're really just trying to get to the plot. Because they all they talk about is, like, just plot, moving the story just forward. Hit, just Come go. on, let's go. Yeah. I gotta go to Mexico. No, you can't. It's okay. really weird. It's, uh, it's uh, really fast-paced, even though it shouldn't be. Yeah. Because, I don't know, there's no build. 
No, there's not. It's just one long <laughs> tone. Like, and then just fucking just jumps. Yeah. It just jumps the shark. Oh, but the end scene where he like killed the brother. Yeah. I don't even care if I spoil it. This movie is so bad. Yeah, go ahead. So like he like bows him, bow and arrows him like in four places. Just <laughs> yeah, like shoulder, shoulder, and yeah. leg, leg. Pinned him to the, the barn right. door. And then like <laughs> he's like <laughs> He takes his big knife and he's like, this is what it feels like to have your heart taken out. Stabs him in the heart, cuts down, grabs his heart, and, like, the heart is still beating outside of his chest. And the guy, like, looks at it. And then, like, when his head falls, the heart just stops beating <laughs> at the same time. And I was like, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> and then he just has his, like, last monologue and he's just sitting on his rocking chair. Yeah. And then it shows a montage of better Rambo movies at the end. Jesus Christ. This movie... May it be the worst movie I saw this year. It's pretty close to Dark. I don't, actually, I enjoyed parts of like the end of this movie. I think I still like this more than Dark Phoenix. Yeah, because it's like that. That it's it, the effects are really bad too. There's a lot of like bad CG. Like there's there was one where he like when he hucks a knife, it almost looks like it was stop motion the way it was done, or he gets hit in the back of the yeah. head. And then some of the la- all the laser sights were definitely like just boop, just put on, and those look yeah. really bad. The physics of this movie is just all off. Everything is off. <laughs> like, he turns right to pull off on the road, but, like, after you, like, zoom out of the car, like, he turned left. <laughs> and it's like, that's not... Even if you reversed it, like, he'd still pull off to the right. So The, the passage of time in this movie was also weird, too, was I don't know how much time... Besides the four days, he was, like, in a, I guess, a coma. <laughs> I don't know. Just healing. I couldn't tell how much time has gone by because it... He's driving back and forth to Mexico like it's nothing. Yeah. And he lives in, like, Arizona. Like, I don't know where. There's there's no geography besides Arizona. Yeah. Because we just saw a license plate. That was the only way we figured it out. Yeah, it also didn't look like Arizona because... No, I mean, it didn't. Like, there were, like, grass everywhere around his ranch and, yeah. like, hills. <laughs> and, like, I don't know if you've ever been to Arizona, but, like, it's kind of just desert. <laughs> like, that's... Like, the southern part of Arizona is just kind of all dirt and sand. Like, I don't... I didn't get it. This movie was an hour 40, and I only like 20 minutes. <laughs> At least it was short. At least it was short enough. Yeah. I mean, this this movie felt like it was... I think I told you after. This movie felt like it's it was in the wrong decade. Like, this movie felt like it was, like, 10, 20 years old. Because it's, like, besides the cell phone the daughter uses, there's no usage of, like, any modern technology. It's all... It, Buck and Rambo's building all these traps and, like, arrows and knives. And, like, wood stairs. It's just, like, he's... It's Home Alone at the end. It's just a, a very... Oh it's God. an R-rated Home Alone by the end of this. Just Stallone just... <laughs> what, was it, what was the line that Kevin says in Home Alone? Just, like... I, Come over here! Or something Come like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, when he, like, fucking waves them all down. I'm down here. Oh, the worst, the cringiest part was, like, if you want to live. And he's, like, yelling it through the microphone. Follow the lights. Follow the lights. And he, like, flips a switch and, like, a series of lights turns on. Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, he wrote it, too. He did write it. Stallone wrote this. He was the story in the screenplay. And he wrote wrote Creed. He wrote Ram. The OG Rambo. OG Rambo. Rocky. Rocky. It doesn't, yeah, I don't know. I don't I know that Botox really fucked up his. I don't know why he did this Rambo because the last Rambo wasn't good either. No. So no, that's what I've heard. So yeah. I don't know why the revisit. I just because maybe. It, maybe like they're trying to play off of like the. I don't know current day Hollywood bringing stuff back and like seeing if it works. No. But like. Uh, box office wise, oh, uh, yeah. it 
broke budget at 58.4 mil, so it might not. It's just all the, like, 50-year-old dudes, like, wanting to see an action yeah. film. Yeah. I think it was almost <laughs> empty. There was, like, maybe eight people, yeah. including us. That was pretty brutal. I, I didn't want to say anything, but, like, 20 minutes in, I was ready to just walk out. I was going to ask you at one point, do you just want to go? I did. <laughs> I probably should have said, I was like literally that close to saying, You want to hey, watch Abominable? I was about to be like, hey, like, I'm being dead serious, I want to leave. Like, that there was one point was... you were like laughing aloud and you were trying to like, like cover your mouth. Because... because it's like a super serious part and like, It was. I don't know, dude, like. I wonder I... if the people in front of us enjoyed it at all. I don't, I don't care. I was, it was, this movie, I was looking up the reviews and like, because you didn't know it was as bad as it was being made out to be, right? Yeah. Well. You knew it was bad, but not the that bad. Critic reviews were bad, but like the audience, audience reviews, eighty something percent, eighty something percent, and I was like, oh, okay, so maybe it has a shot. No, no. So I think it's just people just don't care. Yeah, I think people just like they like the like the tw- like the last bit of the movie is like, oh, it's, it was so good, and then they forget about like the first hour twenty that happened. Fucked. I have to watch the first Rambo now because I want to watch it. I, I haven't seen it. I still can't believe I almost got up and left. But now that we've told you basically the whole Rambo movie. That was the entirety of Rambo Last Blood. Legit last You do not need to watch it. We've told you. If anything, if the movie comes out home release and they put up like maybe just like highlights of the last bit, watch that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, I guess. Don't watch the whole thing. Oh, dude. How about when he like broke the news to like the grandma that like. She didn't. That was a weird reaction. She like ran. Yeah. And like he was like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) Wait. And he like walks up to her and like they zoom out and like. It looks like they like dance for like a quick second, and then like she like rolls past him. Oh, and she had the like the saddest line. She's just like when she's leaving, she's just in Spanish. She's like, "I will be sad until I die." And <laughs> it's just like, "All right, damn." It's like, okay. That's what the Brett's saying. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I think that did we hit everything? I think we did hit everything. Yeah, I think it, we had all the stuff we wanted to just just, just roast this movie. Yeah. So Brett was really coy when he picked me up. And I was like, how was the movie? He was like, eh, you're saving it. I said, it was, I said, I was like, oh yeah, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't realize you were going to like rip it to shreds. We, we, I dropped him off yesterday. He's like, I can't wait to just like shred this movie tomorrow. That's hilarious. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. I'm glad I skipped it. <laughs> you know, and like, if there is a Creed 3, which I think there might be. I think there will, minus Stallone. Stallone won't be in it. He won't be in it. But I think think he might have a part in writing it maybe i don't think he wrote the other ones Whoa. did he let's find out he might have just been involved in the story writing not the actual screenplay ryan coogler he did the screenplay he uh, stallone just produced okay. the first one. Oh, thank god the second one fuck <laughs> no hope. he did the screenplay <laughs> he did which it was so good which Kinda. Kinda. But it didn't have the same feel as didn't the first didn't have the movie. same feel. So maybe... maybe just let Brian let, him, let someone else write. Yeah. I mean, Coogler didn't do the second one. It was someone else. Someone else, yeah. I, I think he... Um, someone else wrote the screenplay with him, but who knows how much credit went to either of them, who did what. But, um, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe get away from the writing Stallone. <laughs> maybe yeah. not his strong suit, so... Not anymore. Not anymore, at least. Maybe not yeah. anymore. No. I actually saw something that, like, back in the day when he wrote Rocky and Rocky came out, that it was, like, him and Arnold for best actor. What was it? What was Arnold's? I don't fucking... I don't know. No, I don't think Arnold's for... He won the Golden Globe. 
Oh, for a Golden Globe. Okay. Yeah, not Oscar. I was like, Jesus he's, has not been nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> it's just I want to hear either of them give a speech. But like, I guess like I guess like uh, Sylvester Stallone was like really pissed that like Arnold won because he was like Rocky was like one of the best films or whatever like that, and like ever since then like they hated each other. So I mean I don't know. I want to find out. Uh, I want to find out what he won for this is too early for terminator so yeah this was before terminator so i'm trying i'm gonna find out daniel start talking about what you want to talk about um, tv shows so i did watch justice promise the entirety of season one of the politician on netflix oh uh, that wasn't what was promised but yeah all right no and i also watched what was promised at How least much half of it? of it half of it okay it's really good, Brett. It's, like, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, But go ahead with The Politician. Anyways. <laughs> I'm talking... The the Politician was good, too, but I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Okay. But I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, something about it fell off. Felt off. I don't know if it was the editing. I don't know if it was... I don't know. There's something weird about the show that kind of didn't click with me. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Ryan Murphy's, like, TV shows are, like, hit and miss. Hit and miss, yeah. Uh, I will say that Ryan Murphy wrote this show for Ben Platt. And... He was up against Schwarzenegger. What? For Rocky. First Rocky, right? Yeah. In the Golden Globe for Best Actor, he was up against... Probably not Best Actor, but, like, he was up to against Arnold, but it was for something. Most chiseled? I don't know. Well, he was against De Niro. For Taxi Driver. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, never mind. De Niro didn't win either. Peter Finch for Network. Oh, yeah. What the fuck Not is surprised. that? Um, Network's really good. I haven't seen the movie. I saw the play. All right, but go ahead with your politician. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan Murphy did uh, write the show specifically for Ben Platt after he saw him in Dear Evan Hansen. And you can tell that this show was written for him because he's the strongest person in that cast. Like, some of the supporting characters are really good, but, like, this is this was written for to showcase all of Ben Platt's talents. Like, his acting talents, his singing talents. Like, he sings here and there, like, it, not like a musical where they keep breaks on the song. Like, it's actually, like, justified. <laughs> but I did... Um, and it's set in high school, and some of the actors do not look like high schoolers at all. Remember when I talked at about all. the trailer recently, yeah. and that was my one yeah. thing? So This is in high school? Yes. Yeah. What in I the mean, fuck? Ben Platt, when he shaves, looks pretty young, but no. he still <laughs> does not look like a high schooler, in my opinion. <laughs> Him and Zoe Dutch are, like, the most passable ones, I feel like. Everyone else... What? Does not look. Dude, Ben Platt's stubble fucking pierces way through that makeup. <laughs> he looks passable because I don't know, maybe it's the way they dress him. Whatever. Yes. Anyways. It's it was fine and it had some really funny moments because it's a it's like a dark dark humor. Yeah. So it has some really funny moments. Jessica Lange is being Jessica Lange. She's been she's she's kind of playing the same role she played in American Horror Story. So there's, she, she doesn't offer anything new. Done. I did like the chemistry between Gwyneth Paltrow and Ben Platt a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show got really good in the last episode. 
and it was because <laughs> I mean the rest of the show was good but this is when I was like okay like I'm actually looking forward well I did pay attention but I'm actually looking forward to the upcoming seasons because they, there's plans for five seasons total and they're out of high school or they're in, in college I now know, so five years in high school yeah. kind of weird um and the setup for season two was really cool because they're setting up another campaign for him for state senator in New York but they introduce two new characters <sighs> Played by Ben Miller and Judith Light. And those characters were hilarious. Especially Ben Miller's character was hilarious. She was like very sassy, very like like It's just in <laughs> Daniel likes of Ed Midler portrayal. Hello Dolly and uh, <laughs> no, but, Jeremy and Hanson come together next season. <laughs> but seriously, like that was like the best part of the show and it does look like it might deliver a, a better s- season two. And that's all I'm going to say. How many episodes? Eight. That's not terrible. That's, yeah. And, you know, they did go by fast, and there's some some pretty interesting themes. Is it like, uh, is it they, do they take the full hour, or do they do like, like a 45-50? Like 45-50. Okay. Yeah. And one of the episodes is like half an hour. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, so, it's in my list. It's not high yeah. on the list, but it's in there. I mean, so, if you ever get around to watching it, watch the first episode, and if it doesn't grab you, then... You don't have to give. So Brett's not gonna watch it. I know it that. already has not grabbed yeah. me. I'm still going so, through Succession, so yeah. Ben Platt did not grab me. Yeah, he I, is. He is the best part of that show, but I'm obviously a little biased. But my, we know. my only interest was like I do like Ryan Murphy's dialogue on yeah. occasion, which, as you said, he has a lot of good. There's funny. a lot of those Ryan Murphy dialogue. Yeah, in it, so. I still think Scream Queens has some of the best yeah. comedic dialogue he's done, uh, the first season especially. Um, so I might check it out eventually, but yeah, it's uh, like I would recommend it if you like Ryan Murphy and if yeah, that's pretty much like it's a very Ryan Murphy show, but okay. it's it's a, it was a mixed bag for me, but I did enjoy it. I did like it a lot. All right, now cut yeah. the shit. Let's get to it. <laughs> and as promised, I did start watching Bodyguard. Stop. I watched three episodes. Of it's it. trivia time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to quiz you. I watched three episodes of it. The show is fucking tense, fucking phenomenal. The first 20 minutes, like you said, of the first episode, I like was like, what is going on? I thought like shit was going to hit the fan. Like a like, guy was, crazy, was sweating. Right? What guy? The guy with the bomb? Yeah, well, the girl. All right. It's great. It's um, so good. And I... St- I mean, just based on the three first three episodes, I, that's half of the season, so I'm yeah. I'm halfway there, Brad. It's I just promise like, that's, that's all of yeah. it. Um, I still don't understand how fucking Kit Harrington got nominated over Richard Madden for the Emmys. That is travesty. slander. That is a travesty. That should not have happened. You wanted to use yes. these words for such a long time. But I do like that something happens in each episode. Something like big. Yeah. Like in this in the second episode when they're in the car, oh, that part, oh, like, best that part. part was insane. And yeah. then he's like, he has to like control the car because they yeah. shoot the driver, and then like all that part, and then he gets out and uses the, like the mirror or the phone to PS, find the so sniper, good. like PS boot, yeah, PS boot. Um, and there's something just like like there's each episode that I've seen, there's like an underlying tension, and I'm like something something is gonna happen. Like, at some point in this episode, that's going to be huge. Like, in the, the end of the third episode, there's a fucking bombing. Yeah. And it's like, sheesh. 
Hell yeah. But I'll finish it by by the next podcast for sure. Hell but yeah. I'm glad I finally checked it out. I've been meaning to check it out and I'm glad I finally did. Don't sit there and lie to me that you've been. No, I, it was on my list. So It wasn't. It was. I, I far, promise far, you. far down on your list. <laughs> Um, you saw the whole thing, right, Derek? Duh. I have seen the whole thing. I, I wasn't sure if you. I, he was on me for a while too, and I finally yeah. watched it a couple couple months ago. Do you know anything about <laughs> season two? Or uh, uh, I, I don't think there's gonna be a season two. Not that I heard. Not that I heard. Yeah. Because yeah. it was it wasn't nominated for like limited series. It was nominated for drama series. So I think they might. But British shows take longer breaks. That's true. So they might they might take a break. So. Well, but I feel like it's uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say anything. I won't yeah. say anything. Please. Um, Brad, have you been watching anything? Uh, I so. have not. <laughs> I've only been. I've only, I haven't watched so much of the Succession. I watched a couple more episodes. We're still in season one, but it's still excellent. Very well. Very well done. Very good writing. Um, I'm told that season two gets a lot better. It picks up. Or halfway through season one, it picks up more. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, besides that, I think is that. Is that everything? That's it. Unless you. Yep. Guess. That's everything. Well, half the episode was Rambo. Last <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, it was. Yes, yeah. it was. But yeah, that's that's this week's that's podcast. This week's podcast. Stay tuned. Oh, that's that short. Yeah. Is right. it? We Just actually we got pretty close. We were. We got close. I think our Rambo discussion. Pushed that it over. that pushed it over. Yeah, for There's sure. There's a lot it of Rambo. I'm I'm glad you guys were ripped it. We really, I don't funny. think we ripped a movie in a while. Not like in that. a while. Yeah, so I'm glad we got that one together. Um, if you want to hear previous podcasts, like when I ripped Dark Phoenix, uh, you can f- see all of our podcasts on Spotify, where you can follow us and see uh, where we post every Friday. Or you can go over to iTunes and rate us five stars, tell us how good looking Brett is, and you can uh, catch every episode there. Brett, where else can they listen to us? Uh, Derek, they can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Anchor, if you have Anchor, that's weird. Uh, or SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Thanks, Daniel. And uh, I believe... I. I did, right? I did say you, I heard you, yeah. you, you did. You did, you did okay, say it. Okay, okay, yeah. Daniel, where can they uh, follow us? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at anactionpod. And you can follow us individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Denko89 and Instagram at DenkoRomero89. And I am on Twitter and on Instagram at Brett J. Burke. Oh, and my new... Food Instagram, yes, uh, where I take you on adventures uh, to food places. What was your uh, What was your first one? My first one was this place called Taconazo. Ooh, and uh, it was in Bellflower. Fish Bellflower. tacos, really good, really good. Yeah. Really what was good. it? It was a uh, what was it specifically you you ate there that you posted? Fish tacos. What was fish tacos? Yeah. What kind of fish? I don't fucking know. Just, fish. Just like whatever regular fish tacos are made. <laughs> cod, I think. I think so. Yeah. I think it yeah. is cod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, at Brett's Best Bites, and um, yeah, that's where you can find me. And you can uh, check me out on both Twitter and Instagram, Instagram at Rocky Mountain and Twitter at Rock Mountain. And for next week, and for next week, the big week, drum roll. This is it. This is it. We finally, we finally getting to it. This is what we've been building up to. We've been building up to it. We've been talking about it. We're gonna review Joker. We're finally getting Joker, and I don't, I don't even know. I we don't know I'm still holding. I'm trying to like keep them low. Uh, I don't know who let Todd Phillips talk in his press tour because yeah, it's not doing good. He's, he's saying something. Oh, did did he, you see what he said? I heard he like got re- got out of comedy because of like the woke the woke culture. Woke culture. Yeah. Apparently, he couldn't make funny movies anymore, so he went to do which kind of makes sense. If you watch The Hangover today, it's kind of not appropriate, right? 
The first, I haven't, yeah, there's probably a lot of like yeah, jokes that won't yeah. work today. Yeah. I mean, he just didn't figure out the right. There's been a lot of comedies since his movies that have done very well without having to resort to that. So. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of a lazy yeah, someone response. Like all the like comedy, not just like movies, and but TV. like TV or yeah. like stand up comedians that have like thrived in this new culture and they, yeah. they don't have to resort to that kind of comedy. So, yeah. so he's just, he lives in a different era. He lives in a different era. He has a different mentality. So. It does not deter. I will want to see this movie mainly for Joaquin. So that we're is, still gonna get a not yeah. a performance. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. Thursday night. It's so coming. here it comes. So, well, next week we'll see you there. Coming at ya. Bye. All right. All right. Let's go play some fucking Apex. <laughs>